Hey guys, welcome back to Uncommon Sense. Okay, so today I want to talk about Twitter Blue. I just think that this is a fascinating social experiment that I'm seeing on Twitter right now. Everybody's talking about, you know, the blue check marks, Twitter Blue. What is that? What's happening? And what does it mean for the future of the internet, really? And I think it's a very fascinating thing from a social standpoint to see how everybody is reacting to this, including me, to be honest. Like, I jumped on board to get this. I just wanted to be able to edit my tweets, to be honest, because I am the tweeter. I'm the type of tweeter who doesn't like that I don't like proofread my tweets like I should sometimes I do if they're long I'll go over it again but sometimes I'm just like I have thoughts and I will put them out so quickly that I'm not even like I'm not even like in the realm of like thinking about proofreading it I'm just like I want to get it out I want to get going and doing the next thing that I have to do for the day um and so I don't proofread like my shorter tweets and I should because then I'll go back and I'll see that there's like a typo and then I have to go and redo the whole tweet. So I was really excited about the edit button feature, which should frankly just be a feature on Twitter already. Like it shouldn't be this thing where you have to pay $8 to be able to edit your own tweets. Like these are my own tweets, but um, I wanted the edit feature. I also was interested in seeing, you know, from the Twitter blue standpoint, like what is this? What is this? What's going on? And so I'm speaking as a Twitter bluer. I don't really want to continue to be a Twitter bluer. I want to stop being a Twitter bluer because I I think this is going to be, I think, I think a lot of things, but I have two, I have two main feelings about this from a business standpoint. This was an awesome move. Like there's nothing that's going to give you more money than to capitalize on, on the masses, um, narcissism because narcissism is so intense these days it's so high so many people are so narcissistic and that's just going up if you're looking at it on a graph the narcissism rises with the amount of social media platforms that are created and everybody's trying to be a celebrity so I think it's interesting to watch like socially how many people are getting on board with it the other thing about it is though like people just want to have free speech and Elon was saying you know, and it became like a joke on Twitter where like people would be like, I think AOC attacked him for having like having people pay $8 a month to be on Twitter. Uh, Eventually Twitter was going to be monetized by the way. Like that was just always going to have to happen in order to keep it up. If anybody knows anything about businesses, it takes capital (laughs) to keep them going. And um, so it wasn't going to be free forever, but AOC popped out of the woodwork and said, I can't believe she was basically like, I can't believe that this billionaire is coming out and telling us how that we have to pay that we have to pay to be on Twitter and it's like girlfriend like were you not just selling sweatshirts for like $125 on your website because I'm pretty sure you were selling your sweatshirts for like a lot of money and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I know that my sweatshirts are sometimes like expensive and I get that but like you this is how supply and demand works if the price is too high and people aren't buying it then you low 
lower the price. And I mean, if you don't have to lower the price, you don't lower the price. It's, it's based on value. And if you feel like, and I'm one of the people who feels like my free speech is worth $8 a month to me on Twitter, it's worth $8 a month. I'm also the type of person who is like, okay, it is a private company still. It is also the public square on the internet, especially, I mean, we're out of like COVID supposedly. I mean, now that, now that, you know, it's convenient for us to be out of COVID for the Democrats. We're out of COVID now for the Democrats because they have to find a bunch of things that are going well to make everybody think that their leadership is good. Um, but especially with COVID, like the internet really was like the public square. And that is where everybody was really communicating with each other and sharing ideas and spreading the news. And then, um, but it, it, it's also like a private, a privately held company. And so I feel like it's important to not forget that it is privately held by Elon now, along with his co-investors. But before, you know, it was Jack Dorsey and it was the others. And it's just interesting. It's just th- this whole like Twitter, social media, um, like, is like a social experiment for me to watch like take place and I feel like not the scientist but just like a bystander watching it all happen and I'm partaking in the experiments but this one's like weird this is like a weird experiment and I'm I'm half like all for it I'm half like what the heck how are we gonna differentiate between who you know the official accounts and everything like I've also just been seeing a lot of troll accounts which I I love trolling people I think trolling is fun I think it's I think it's humorous I think we can't lose you know satire and never want to lose that in this country in the name of quote-unquote fact checking and all of that you know who are the fact checkers who's fact checking the fact checkers these are the questions that I have but you know I, I mean I still see in my mind I can see both sides of this and it's like yeah you know this is a great marketing move like you are capitalizing on people's narcissism very smart I wouldn't have thought of that um but also like on the other end of that, like it's, it's kind of turning into this crisis scenario because a lot of people are creating, you know, mock like official accounts and there's like people and it's hilarious. I have seen some hilarious, um, and we'll get into that, like tweets that people are making from troll accounts that they're mimicking, like Nestle, um, Ben Shapiro. Like, it's funny to me, even if it's them trolling, like people on my own, like political side of things. So I just think it's all kind of humorous, but I I do want to go over, I guess, like the benefits of this, the downsides of this, the funny things that are resulting from this and how Elon's responding to it all. And I also want to talk about, you know, why he even did this in the first place, which is that Twitter, I mean, it was always going to have to be monetized or it was going to go under. He has said that, you know, this whole venture might be a complete failure. (laughs) He said that he tried to back out of this deal, if y'all will remember, and then that didn't work. He was kind of too far in to do that. So he ended up actually, you know, buying it as we see. So he's acquired it. He is making his moves. And I just want to talk about this particular one, the Twitter blue, because I just, I really think it's fascinating. I feel like it's very, very fascinating. And so that's what we're going to talk about on this episode. So here we go. I'm ready. Our blue, our blue. That was a bad joke. (laughs) 
Okay, before we get into everything, I just want to remind you guys again about The Chosen because it is a very interesting TV series about Jesus's life. And y'all, it is getting wild and crazy out here. I mean, one of the things I'm going to talk about on this episode is self-idolatry, which is a huge issue. I mean, that goes hand in hand with the narcissism that Elon is profiting from. But I think that this is just a great TV series to watch. There are a lot of biblical shows and, and movies that are just like super low budget. Like you can tell that they're super low budget and they're just not very good. You can't get into it. And this is not like that. I mean, at the very beginning, I'll be 100. It takes a little tiny bit of time to get into it for me at least. But once you're into it, like this is such a good TV series about Jesus's life. So I'm going to attach a link to the description of this episode for you guys to easily access that. You can watch it on your phone. You can cast it to your TV. You can watch it on your tablet, whatever devices you have. Um, And again, I just really, really, really recommend it. The self-worship needs to turn, it just needs to be just turned around to God worship at some point. Um, You know, and I was talking about this also on social media recently where it's like every civilization that has turned away from God has fallen and it has fallen severely and it has not been a very pretty sight. So we really need to just imagine you're in a swivel chair. And I'm talking directly to the entire culture that is is not focusing on God. Uh, swivel, swivel that around, and then and then like let's focus on, on and worship God because that is really what's going to get us out of so like a myriad of different messes. Um, and reading your Bible and watching shows like The Chosen are going to really help us turn the swivel chair around. Let's just talk about this Twitter Blue situation now. Um, okay, so Twitter Blue, in case you all don't know what this is. It's basically a paid subscription for Twitter. Um, so before all of the blue check marks on Twitter were people who were verified by the Twitter employees at the Twitter headquarters. Um, and that is what was, that was what it used to be. But there were a lot of issues with that. They were verifying people who really shouldn't have been verified. They were refusing to verify people who should have been verified. I applied for verification probably like eight times and they kept rejecting me. I have a podcast. I'm a CEO. Like I have a store. I do a whole bunch of things. And they were like, I'm sorry, you're not verified. So it was weird, but there were a lot of people and people with like way more followers than me too. People with like over a million followers were not being verified. And it was, it was generally people on the right. Okay. It was generally people that were conservative leaning Republicans and the Twitter employees just weren't verifying them for clear and obvious reasons. So, but there were also just a lot of people who were getting verified who shouldn't have been verified. And you could tell just like these very obscure people, very obscure, like organizations, like you couldn't find anything about them on the internet. You didn't really know anything about like, they were just random. Like they seemed like bots, a lot of them. And so it was like, there used to be, um, but there used to be like this differentiation between, you know, the blue checks, whether or not they needed to be or weren't being and they deserve to be and then everybody else and I understand that a lot of people don't like a hierarchy but you know I I see the benefits of having like a, a sort of hierarchy in society like you do need to know like who knows like you know what's going on but the question becomes like who gets to decide you know who knows things or who is at a level that is above other people in certain realms so um, you know know, I have had a lot of things to to say, like I've had a lot of negative things to say about, you know, the experts, quote unquote, of COVID, 
like Dr. Fauci, for example, who came out later and said that he basically like did a bad job and he over exaggerated some things and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like I have a lot of negative things to say about a lot of quote unquote experts. Like, you know, there are a lot of experts who, and I think it's coming out where, you know, with the internet and the whole internet age, it is coming out that a lot of experts are not so expertly, you know, like it's just like the internet is giving us access to people in ways that we never really had access to people before. Um, you know, we're learning a lot of things that we didn't know before with the internet and the transfer of information. And that is why it is so crucial that information is not being thwarted in any way. It's not being censored. It's not being shut down. It's not being stopped, um, from flowing. But yeah, I've had a lot of issues with, with quote unquote experts. I, I have on both sides, but at the same time, I do see the need to have like a hierarchy. So, you know, kind of like who you're dealing with on the internet. And also there are a lot of impersonators. So people will impersonate other people. That's kind of what the parody accounts are doing right now. And whereas the humorous side of me is like, that's cool. That's funny. I'm enjoying that. That's entertaining. The like logical, rational side of me is like, well, you know, there needs to be like, I need to know if this is really like the, the Nestle account. Like I need to know, like if this is the real Fox news, like I need to know. So what Twitter is basically now starting to do is put, they have like a new check mark because Elon realized like this was going to be an issue. You can't just not know if you're dealing with like legit accounts. And so now he's doing, they've decided to do this thing where it's a new check mark and it's below your name. You have the name, you have the blue check mark, and then below all of that, you have a white check mark. So I'm sure that the BLM community is going to think that is racist. I am waiting for that. I have been waiting you guys for BLM to come out and say that the White House is racist like the building itself because it's white like I've just been waiting for that I don't know if it's going to happen but I do wonder if they're going to get mad about the white check mark I think the white check mark is kind of like you have to have that distinction you need to be able to know like if you're dealing with a legit account but at the same time like this is kind of getting into weird territory so I don't know how y'all feel about all of this I don't even know if y'all have seen this yet it is very new but it's like an interesting it's an interesting thing to watch it's very interesting to watch i mean because now now elon um has decided to pause the paid verifications um citing that the users have abused the service to impersonate brands and uh people but i guess like the marketing PR business side of me is like, uh, what, how did you not like see this, that this was going to maybe happen? Like that this was a possibility. Maybe he figured people wouldn't pay $8 for a joke. I certainly would. I would pay lots of eights of dollars for jokes. I think jokes are great. So I don't know why he didn't um, see that this was like a possibility to happen. But anyway, he has decided to halt the paid verification service for right now. So, I mean, I, again, I see, I see why, you know, you would want to but like why didn't you see this coming and then like I don't know I guess like to me it's also because I know like that the Twitter employees were selling um, blue check mark verification badges to people for like tens of thousands of dollars in some cases like it's almost like the Twitter employees were like drug dealers and they were like 
I don't know. It just seems so like I, a, a shysty. That's a word I learned. That's a word I learned. It seems shysty. And I just, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, that was already happening where they were kind of, you know, like abusing it. But it was the Twitter employees that were abusing their, I guess, power to give out these verification badges. And they were selling them like, like creepy, scary, shysty drug dealers. So I guess like this is just more out in the open than uh, I guess, you know, Elon would like. And, and Elon has been firing people at Twitter. Y'all, you know that I don't know what to make of Elon Musk. Like, I really don't know what to, like most of me thinks that he's probably controlled opposition because I was thinking about it the other day. Why, why haven't more people on the left come out and condemned him? There have been some people that have been like on the left who have on Twitter said, I'm not coming back on Twitter ever again because Elon is in charge. It's like, but only a few. It just seems like not that many people on the left really hate him that much. And I just don't know. He changed his profile picture to him dressed as Satan for Halloween. And maybe that's like a joke that everybody's calling him Satan for, you know, how he's handling Twitter. But still, you know, Christian Jenny is like, uh, I don't know. I don't like it. Like, I just, you know, it was like, ah, I don't like it. But back to them <laughs> suspending this. This is, it's kind of a hot mess. But, you know, I don't know. Because he he, th he thought he was going to make like this big profit from this and now it's not looking like I mean with them halting the whole subscription process like I don't know like it just it it doesn't look like it's going too well it doesn't look like but it's hilarious to me and I'll be honest like that people were impersonating accounts but I do see the I do see the problems with that too um so but there was one really funny one some um, someone made like an impersonation of the pharmaceutical giant Eli Lilly, um, they tweeted out, quote, we are excited to announce insulin is free now. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I maybe shouldn't think that that's funny. I guess, I guess for me, um, it comes down to the fact that I just, I genuinely feel like it shouldn't really be the CEO of the social media company's jobs to like come in and like make sure that everything is factually correct on their platform and everything is just so and that you know there's no critical thinking involved from the users I feel like people should be able to kind of tell when something is satire or a joke or somebody's pranking them and that it's not necessarily like the CEO's, jo uh, CEO's job to prevent jokes you know I do see how like impersonating you know can be a problem I get it but like I don't know. I guess I just could someone possibly read a tweet that says insulin is free now, like from Eli Lilly and just be like, yes, I believe that that is a hundred percent true. I won't even research it further because I have seen this tweet. It's like, I, I find it hard to believe that someone could possibly, maybe people can, but it goes back. And I remember in college, they were telling me, um, in some of my marketing classes, they were like, you are going to want to make sure that everything that you put out in marketing form no matter what is at like an eighth grade reading level because basically they're just saying people are stupid people are dumb but why do we cater to the dumb people of society why do the intelligent people have to dumb themselves down for the stupid people of society instead of requesting simply that maybe the stupid people of society raise their standards raise their IQs and like learn how to take a joke like that is kind of my stance on 
all of this, it should not fall to Elon to prevent all satire, all impersonators who are just making jokes. Like, I'm... But y'all know me, I'm like kind of a troll. So I enjoy this kind of thing. I think it's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, it can be a problem if somebody was impersonating my business and saying things I didn't want them to say, like, yeah, I'd have an issue with that. But, you know, I don't know. I, I really, I have such mixed feelings on this and I'm sure that y'all are picking up on that. But it also might just be Elon because he did say like this venture might fail. Like maybe he's just really stressed about it and he's just like, I've got to make revenue somehow on this before it just collapses um and that could be you know what's happening but eli Lilly's stock price dropped after that um and so that you know there are some bigger implications of people impersonating these accounts and, and people that can really affect their careers and i don't think that that is fair so i do think that uh, back to my point like you know you need a hierarchy of sorts um and i don't like hierarchies if you know the people are taking advantage of their power but even even the bible is like there's hierarchies going on so it's like hierarchies have a purpose um and that's our job is to watch and make sure that nothing's being taken advantage of but it also like you do you do need to know you know who knows what they're talking about and in specific fields and you do need to know you know who are the main companies and people at the top of any certain industry like you do need to know that like you're not dealing with some sort of um you know fraud account we we hate fraud on this podcast right guys we hate fraud say it with me we hate fraud so i mean that's pretty scary that it can like affect their stock prices um it's probably gonna affect tesla's stock prices if i mean if he makes a bunch of mistakes at twitter um you know it's going to it's going to affect a lot of things i mean someone tried to impersonate tesla which again i think is funny but like it can have it can have ramifications you know but there was an impersonator who um impersonated tesla with a handle at tesla real who wrote um just a flurry of disparaging tweets one of which said quote honestly the 53 percent drop in stock price doesn't affect <laughs> doesn't affect us if there's anyone who knows about crashing it's us so i don't know i think it's funny why do i think it's so funny <laughs> it's just it's just funny to me but the another thing that makes it even funnier is that it says a twitter spokesperson was not immediately available for comment musk was not <laughs> immediately available for comment so i just picture them like <laughs> I just picture them kind of huddled in a corner at Twitter headquarters, kind of like, ah, what's happening? Like, what have we done? What have we done with Twitter blue? It just seems to be um, a panic fest at twitter.com. Um, so there's also been some users who already paid for the service and they also, and they said that their blue check marks have disappeared from their account. So I'm guessing they can't do like use any of the features that come with a subscription either. And that's kind of a problem if they've already paid for it. Um, and Twitter employees were not available for comment on that, the spokesperson or Musk. 
Um, so the rollback of Twitter Blue Verified comes at a time when Musk and Alex Spiro, who is acting as Twitter's top lawyer now, are working to reassure employees, advertisers, and regulators that they will comply with all laws in terms of a prior FTC consent decree. Um, decree. <laughs> decree. Um, so Elon wrote in a company-wide email obtained by CNBC on Thursday night, quote, I cannot emphasize enough that Twitter will do whatever it takes to adhere to both the letter and spirit of the FTC consent decree. Anything you read to the contrary is absolutely false. The same goes for any other government regulatory matter um, where Twitter operates. So the top lawyer, Spiro, said in another email that followed that, um, his team had spoken with FTC regulators on Thursday and that Twitter has its, quote, first upcoming compliance check with the agency soon he emphasized that twitter itself not individuals who work at twitter would be held liable for any violations um an nbc news previously reported an exodus of twitter executives since musk took over has included the departure of the company's head of trust and safety yoel roth um why did i just think of yodeling yoel yodeling and chief of information security, Leah Kasner, among many others involved in infrastructure, trust and safety. So it does seem like a hot mess. Um, I don't, I do know that like Elon was trying to monetize it. I don't know if this was like the smartest move. It seems like he should have been able to predict that uh, people would be impersonating, you know, other people, famous people, um, big corporations and all of that. I mean, I still think it's funny that they did it. I just am shocked that Elon didn't kind of predict that they might because it's turning into, it's turning into a bit of a mess. And I just want to go through some tweets of people who have been talking about this. So someone, Raphael Shumanov, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, sir. He said, did Twitter blue tweet just cost Eli Lilly billions? Yes. So he had put out the tweet and the username for that was that the uh, bleh, that the impersonators were using for Eli Lilly was at Eli Lilly and co. And then they have the blue check mark. And then they had put out, we are excited to announce insulin is free. Um, it was, it looks like 3000, about 3000 people liked this 171 quote tweets, 554 retweets on this. And then there was like a side by side uh, of that tweet, like a screenshot of that fake tweet from the fake account and then Eli Lilly and co their stock prices. And yeah, they shot down. Ooh, wow. Those shot down. Um, I, I can do a link to, to this for you guys to see, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's a problem if there's more companies who are going to have issues like that. I mean, there's going to be a lot of lawsuits, like if, if they don't uh, get a handle on this. Um, so someone, Mike Sington said the chaos continues. Twitter pulls the plug on Twitter blue subscription and paid for verification blue check mark are no longer available. That was 11.11 today at 5.47 a.m. Um, someone cannot pronounce this person's name, but they said genuinely, genuinely do not buy Twitter blue. I'm not just saying don't give Elon your money. I am saying don't put your credit card info into this website that just fired the grand bulk of its security staff. Um 
Okay. Someone said a terrorist attack, mass shooting, or natural disaster is unfolding. A bunch of trolls pay for a Twitter blue tick to impersonate local authorities, emergency services, or police and tweet fake advice to residents. Twitter is not quick enough to suspend them. What happens? Um, that's fair. That's like a fair critique of this whole thing. I mean, you can't have people impersonate. I mean, that's why I was saying, like, yeah, it's funny. It's also dangerous. It's very dangerous for people to be impersonating like a police police officers or our police departments or like the like a lot of things are impersonatable that shouldn't be impersonated if you're going to impersonate people or companies i mean do it in a way where people know that it's satire and don't be doing it when you could be putting people in danger like that's a problem um okay so there was a funny one though there was a very funny one chiquita the banana company said we've just overthrown the government of brazil dead rep me like that is very funny um (laughs) and then the real chiquita the real chiquita account the real real chiquita account said we apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake chiquita account we have not overthrown a government since 1954 that's so funny that is so funny oh okay so there's um clearly advantages and disadvantages to this um to this whole thing Ah, oh man it's just like i'm making a lot of weird noises on this episode that's because this is just it's just the funniest thing that's happened to me in so long i find this extremely comedically humorous um someone said twitter blue erased a few billion in market capital for lockhead martin um and they posted a side-by-side of like the stock value and the fake tweet that they had put out so lockhead martin the handle from the fake account Lockheed Martini (laughs) but like see why can't people tell that these are satire like Lockheed Martini I don't think that's Lockheed Martin but anyway they put out a tweet that said we will begin halting all weapons sales to Saudi Arabia Israel and the United States until further investigation into their record of human rights abuses hashtag we are LM Um, and also the re I don't know I just feel like you should be able to tell with the hashtags and like the hand but maybe not maybe not but anyway lockhead martin corporations their stock value went down a lot as well so i mean y'all i just really don't know what to make of this i feel like people should be smart enough to know when something's a joke but or at least do it at least if they're like if they're not sure to do some more research and figure it out um so I don't know. I just feel like you should be able to tell when things are a joke. You should research things if you're not sure, but we can't have people impersonating police departments, police officers, any government agencies. I hate the government agencies, but they can't be impersonated and you can't impersonate, you know, other people, other people's companies, not if it seems like it's like real, like that shouldn't be allowed. So I do agree with that. I mean, it gets to a point where it could potentially be very dangerous. Um, so someone said, well, Twitter blue was beautiful while it lasted. And then they had posted a screenshot of the Nestle tweet, which was really funny to me <laughs> because, you know, Nestle water and the tweet is, uh, and the handle was Nestle death cult. So again, you should be able to tell that that's like satire, but they had, they had put out the tweet. We steal your water and sell it back to you. LOL. <laughs> 
and that got like almost 50,000 likes on the screenshot. I haven't seen the actual tweet, but y'all ultimately this was, this was, um, it was like a good business idea, you know, to like profit off of people's narcissism. It's backfiring though. I don't think there was enough thought put into this before they started doing it. I think that Elon is kind of panicking cause he, I mean, he tried to get out of the deal. He couldn't get out of the deal. I feel like he's panicking a little bit right now. He has co-investors that he is, I'm assuming accountable to, and he has to do his best to make sure that Twitter doesn't go under. Um, and, you know, I just think that this was him in kind of like a knee jerk reaction attempt to save the platform and to save, um, you know, just to save everything, but he can't, this is what I was saying on the last episode when I was talking about Elon buying Twitter and everything, not the election episode, but the one where I was talking about Elon buying Twitter and Kanye buying parlor and everything like, you can't put your faith in in human beings. They are mere mortals. You have to put your faith in God. These are not your superheroes. Elon Musk is not your superhero. Um, and if he is, he, his costume is Satan because Halloween. But these, you can't put your faith in human beings. They will always disappoint you. Um, they're not capable of saving your life, of saving your soul. They can't do it. They're just people. It doesn't matter if they're billionaires, trillionaires, quasini millionaires. Like I, they can't save your your speech. They can't really save you. So it really, to me, the bottom line is that we have to defend our own free speech because the people that we're entrusting to do that for us are clearly not doing a great job. Um, and it's okay to be critical of people you were once on board with. I was once on very much on board with Elon Musk. Um, and I do still think that he does value free speech. I just feel like he's in a little bit of a rock. He's, he's between a rock and a hard place and he's trying to figure out how to save the platform, um, give the people what they want, profit from it so that the co-investors are not completely angry at him. And so it's not a business, like a bad business move for him and his companies. I, I just feel like he's like balancing a lot to make sure that this is a success, but he has said himself that it might be a failure and this is just kind of a bad first foot to step on. Um, we'll see kind of how this unravels, but if you got Twitter blue, I got Twitter blue just to see, you know, what the heck is going on with it. Um, I really don't want to have Twitter blue. Like I have, I have asked to be verified multiple times, but I don't want like, I don't want to pay for my, uh, I don't know. It feels weird. I don't want to pay for my anything that I get. Like I want to work for it. I want to earn it. But also the new Twitter employees need to hand out verification badges based on whether or not people deserve them, not based on whether or not they agree with them politically or they like them or they're selling them these badges for like $15,000 under the table. Like it has to be, he really, what Elon needs to do and Elon, I know we've gotten into a Twitter fight, but hey, buddy, I hope you're listening. Um, if you really want to, like with the whole Twitter badge thing, I know this was just um, to like a kind of an attempt to make a bunch of money really quick, but for the badges and the like in and of themselves, what you need to do is you need to have a verification board and you need to have people on it who are from all different backgrounds because nobody is unbiased. I say that I'm unbiased sometimes on this podcast. That's because I'm 
been independent and pretty moderate at this point in my life. And I feel pretty unbiased, but nobody is completely unbiased. And I think that it's important when you know that as a fact, and you have come to the conclusion that there's nothing you can do about that, you need to get people from all ideas and walks of life and everything not to sound super, you know, affirmative actiony, but you do need to have people from all different and you just need to have a whole group of people who with all different ideas and and not and then have them decide, you know, what is and isn't fair. It would also be helpful to have just in general smarter people at Twitter because I feel like there's just a lot of slimy, again, shysty people that work at Twitter. So firing a bunch of people, you know, was a good move. I will say that that was a good move, but he should look into hiring some people who, you know, aren't terrible. That would be that would be my advice. Hire some new people that don't suck hire some people with morals and hire people who have all different ideas and then let them get together and figure out you know who gets the verifications that's really the only way i see that we fix this but y'all it is kind of funny it is kind of funny but that's everything i have to say on twitter blue i would love to get y'all's comments on this on the uncommon sense podcast instagram page um the facebook page is back up and going i'm going to get the twitter page up and running soon hopefully this will be on youtube and rumble in the near future. I want this to be a very, you know, I want this to be a community of us talking to each other. I don't want it to just be my ideas. I want it to be all of our ideas, all of us talking together, whether or not we agree. I just want us all to be talking to each other. And this is exactly what I'm saying that Twitter needs and the board for like deciding who's going to be verified. Um, America is beautiful in how we are all different. You can't have any side stomping on the other side. You can't have any person stomping on another person. We just all need to listen to each other. Take take it to heart. Really think about it. Everybody grows up a different way. We have all um, learned to be who we are through our experiences. And we really need to... I mean, I, I'm sure y'all are going to be like, you sound like a leftist, Jenny. But we do need to have more empathy out here. Like, we really need to have more empathy for each other. Um, hate is clearly not doing well at fixing things, but it's not to, to let evil prosper, but it is to hear people out and try to point people a better way without using force because Jesus never used force. It was always an option. He presented the option and you can take it or you can leave it. Um, but we do need to stand up for the truth, which is also what Jesus did. So that is my parting word. Those are my parting words. If you like this podcast, I would appreciate a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever y'all get your podcasts where you can leave reviews. And if y'all have ideas for guests that you want me to have on the show, then message the Uncommon Sense Podcast accounts um, or you can message me on my personal accounts, um, which, you know, verified now. So you could, you could message my verified Twitter account. I am so cool. (laughs) I'm verified. Uh, anyway, I think that that's everything. Stay funny, you know, have jokes, do satire, but don't be like crashing people's stock value. Y'all that's wild that that's happening. Anyway, I'm excited to talk about what we're talking about in the next coming weeks. I think y'all are going to like the guests that I do have coming on the show and I will see you guys next time. (laughs) 